Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Welcome to One Holy Praise. This is the Jesus Man, Apostle Raymond Green here in Hot Springs, Arkansas, bringing you the word of the Lord today coming from Luke 15 and 20. Amen. God saw, God loved, and God ran and embraced and kissed him. Praise God. Praise God. I just having joy in my soul today, rejoicing and dancing, amen, and singing unto the Lord my God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It's a privilege, amen, and an honor, amen, to serve the true and living God. Amen. Those uh, of you want to try to get in contact and ask questions, amen, about the Lord, amen, just look at the writing, amen, of this episode. Jesus answered you to at gmail.com. Amen. Jesus answers you to at, G- at gmail.com. Praise God. Praise God. Let's get into the word today coming from Luke 15 and 20. Father, Lord, I just enjoy your presence, God. I enjoy the Holy Ghost, God. Father, your love and your kindness is filled with joy and filled with peace and comforting, Lord God. Father, my confidence and my trust and my hope is in you, Lord God. Father, as I stand here in my home, the 14 days, Lord, they say, the, amen, to uh, separate myself God from everybody else, Lord God, from family and friend, uh, for on the job, Lamb of God, to separate myself, Lord. And this 14 days with the Lamb, God, I enjoy every moment, Lord God. I enjoy every moment, Lord. There's joy in in your presence. There's joy in your house, God. And I want to thank you for that abundant life, that river of life that flows within my soul that that come forth, Lord. I want to thank you, Lord God, for making me alive, God. I want to thank you, God, for giving me a testimony, Lord God, that you are filled with love and compassion, Lord God, that you are filled with mercy, Lord. Father God, everything about you is good. Hallelujah. There's not a boring moment, Lord God. There's not no sadness in you, Lord God. Father, Lord, things happen, Lord God, so that our our value and our trust will will increase in you, Lord, and our love will increase in you, Lord. Father, Lord, when situation and trial and offenses and affliction happen, God, hallelujah, we don't blame nobody but the devil, Lord God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And you said by your word and by your spirit, Lord God, that you have overcome the world. You have overcome the prince of the world. That you have overcome the enemy, Lord God. Father, Lord, I just want to thank you, God, for placing my feet, Lord God, upon that head up that devil, Lord, upon the head up that serpent, Lord God, because, Lord God, you are in my feet, you are in my hand, you are in my heart, you are in my head, Lord God, and I give you the praises unto you, Lord God, and I just want to praise you, Lord, and glorify you today in this hour, in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Amen. Coming from Luke 15. If you don't mind, I would like to read a few verses to introduce what God showed me twice that he want me to minister and to preach this gospel. Twice. This is still, I am a Christian, complete in him, but this is part two. Part two of I am a Christian. Reading from St. Luke, the 15th chapter, starting at the first verse, it said, Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. And the Pharisees and the scribes mumbled and said, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. And he spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you having a hundred sheep if he lose one of them, does not he leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he finds it? That's a good pastor. Until he finds it. And when he had found it, he laid it on his shoulder, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he called together his friends, his neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. And I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over the ninety-nine just person which needed no Repentance, a sheep that left the fold. Then in that eighth verse, it talks about either what woman having ten pieces of silver. If she lose one piece, does not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she finds it. She's searching carefully until she finds that missing piece of silver. And when she had found it, she called her friends and her neighbor together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repented. So we found out that here... That the sheep and the silver piece both are sold. And we found out that over the sheep there is a shepherd. So we found out that over the silver piece there is, might as well say a shepherd. We found out that one is male. And we found out that the other one is female. Both of them, the sheep and the silver piece are valuable. Even reading from Matthew 10 and 12, How think ye, if a man have a hundred sheep, and one of them be gone astray, does not he leave the ninety-nine, and go into the mountain, and seeketh that which is gone astray? And if so be, that if he finds it, verily I say unto you, 
he rejoiced more of that sheep than the ninety-nine which not astray. And a lot of times when a sheep goes astray, it goes astray maybe because of what he sees or that's not in the midst of the other sheep of the, of the other flocks and think that this is greater upon that mountain. And a lot of times the devil trying to deceive many people saying that it is greater and more prosperous if you go to that mountain of deception. But when there is safety in the midst of the presence of God, even devil trying to tempt Jesus and, and to a high mountain and show them all the kingdoms of the world. And he said, I will give you all these things, all these things, <laughs> if thou wilt bow down and worship me. And a lot of times, a young individual or someone that been in the gospel for a while see the things of the world and begin to desire those things more when they desire for the desire for God. And that is why it is good to have two join together and team up together as brother our brothers, our sister, doing the will of God. Because when the enemy comes one way, at least one of them can see the tactics and the, the trickery of the devil and warn that other individual. Praise God, praise God. But here in Luke 15 and 11 verse, it says, And he said, A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me a portion of good that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. A lot of times in the gospel of Jesus Christ, men and women and children of God, regardless of what position they may be uh, stand fast and hold in the office of the ministry. It could be a, a song leader. It could be a prayer leader. It can be a teacher, or a pastor, evangelist, prophet, amen, apostle. A lot of times the human nature within oneself wants and desire the things of the world and try to grab hold of those things and rush themselves instead of waiting on God to bless them according to due time. Hallelujah. That's where the amen that's soaring the seed. They seen the benefit, but the cares of the world had choked them and they couldn't bring nobody into maturity because of that desire, that lust that was on the inside of them that the enemy had put before them. And that's why this young man, he saw glamorous, he saw fame, he saw what he might consider that he can do so that he can be looked up upon by the substance that he got. But he asked his father, Father, give me the portion that's due unto me. And a lot of time, individuals approach God and say, pay me now, pay me now, pay me now. 
But I'm going to let you know there should be nothing that should interfere with the love that we have for the Lord and that the Lord have for us. There should be nothing more valuable than being in the right position, in the right place with God, with His Spirit and His Word so that people and the workmen, the labormen, can be delivered in the time of famine and distress and affliction. That's why it is very important. Things seems to disturb us. How to, to go to one another, amen, to a brother or a sister, at least they can have a word and say that's not God or at least they say pray about it but when you don't get an answer they can at least say that wasn't God and they can show you and open your spiritual eyes and show you the true life in which way that God wants to, to go forth in your life or what God wants you to do. And a lot of time when in the ministry as sons of God, a lot of times we don't think that we don't supposed to climb higher or suffer anything or work by the sweat of our brows, amen, or, or go through anything when we first begin. But when we first begin, there is labor, but there also is the love of God. So when we labor, we use that love of God that he had placed in us because we want to please him and we are working for the Lord. Hallelujah. So this young man said, Father, give me my inheritance what is due unto me. So the father divided unto them his living. He gave the younger son his living, and he gave the older son his living. Amen. It is a blessing to work for the Lord. If the individual is in the right mind, with the right heart, knowing when he labor, he is laboring for souls. And also, Bible speaks about, about the shepherd leaving the 99 to get that one person. In Matthew the 18th chapter, Talks about the shepherd leaving the 99 to get that one, get that one sheep. And that sheep was on the side of the mountain. He thought he can do, he can make it. He thought he can, he can do something in life. Just like being young in the Lord. A lot of time when people don't mature in the Lord and trust in the Lord, they get that same thought that been planted by the enemy or been planted by uh, someone in the world or by, by Satan to bring them apart from the flock. Bring them part from the from the men and uh, the people of God. Hallelujah. They think that they can make it on their own. But I'm going to let you know if you're going to preach this word, if you're going to minister this word, you're not only going to need the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But you're going to need someone to team up with you 
preaching the same thing. So this young man got his inheritance in Luke 15 and the 13th verse it said, And not many days after the young man gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. So he went far away thinking that where no one will recognize that he was a man or he was a child of God. He went somewhere so far, he probably didn't even name the name of, of the Lord or, or the name of Jesus. He probably didn't even proclaimed that he even knew God. But the Bible said that he went into a far country and there wasted his substance with riots living. If anybody that was partying will be called hallelujah and there's a whole song talking about friday night and somebody i don't know but anyway there's a whole song talking about you they party on friday night and saturday night hallelujah but i'm gonna let you know if anybody that knew the ways of the world and destroying their body and wasting their substance was this young man who was in the world amen then god brought him out then he decided to go back into the world. And one thing about this wasted his substance was riots living. The Bible says, St. John 10 and 10, that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Hallelujah, my soul is still cold. I'm my son, of a cold. That substance, that word kill in St. John 10 and 10, that word kill means to sacrifice, to slay, to give up. So what every gift that he had that came from God, he slayed, amen, and wasted and gave sacrifice it to the devil until he had nothing left. You know, when you sacrifice back in the old days, you give what is most precious to the Lord. You give him that lamb that's without spot or wrinkle. And a lot of people that, that went astray, amen, and seen the limelight, what they call artificial light, amen, amen, back in the days, in the 70s, I think they say the, the black light, the, the light that wasn't really real, that only shine in darkness, and a lot of times people see that dark light, that, that black light, and think that it is glorious, and they begin to set their heart and their eyes and, and focus on that image with the light is shining. But this young man sacrificed his most valuable treasure that God had given unto him. A lot of times when people go astray and God used them in the gifts of the Spirit, he sacrificed that most valuable gift that the Father had given unto them. Hallelujah, Jesus. I know this is a sad thing, but I'm going to let you know that there is still hope. There is still a reviving. There is still a restoring, regardless of what 
a person may have sacrificed. But I'm going to let you know he traded his supernatural life. Amen. His He traded his godly life for rising living. He traded for the for the wildlife. He traded for, for the dark things that this world is offering. Talking about having a good time. In the 14th verse, it says, And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine. When he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into the field to feed swine. And he would have filled his belly, after he filled his belly with husks that the swines did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So this man had lost his his first fruit. This man had, had lost Amen. That that precious lamb, that precious spirit, amen, that God had placed on the inside of him. And a lot of times there's a statement out that said that once saved is always saved. I'ma say this. Anytime an individual is standing next to a, a fruit tree and it bears fruit, it bears uh, apples, it, it may bears oranges, it may Bears, bananas, any uh, pineapples. Any time an individual walk away, we're going to say backsliding, begin to walk away, walking backwards, they do not have access to that nourishment of that tree. And the Bible said that Jesus is the green tree, that Jesus is the tree of life, that Jesus is the healer, that he's the deliverer, he's the way maker, he's the provider, he's the that living water. Anytime an individual to walk away from nourishment, sustainment, that keep him alive and living and awake, hallelujah, Jesus, and refresh and walk away from that tree, he will begin to die. And this is what backsliding is. Then all of a sudden, a person won't be able to see the spirit anymore. They already already stopped praying. But they won't They won't be able, hallelujah, to understand, amen, when God began trying to speak to them. That all they know, they can't trust no one whenever God sends a messenger on the scene they can't trust no one they can't even trust the, the individual that's on the inside of the of the house of God you know in Matthew the, the 18th chapter it talks about when a young person 
talks about we should be converted as a child, as children. And then also said that we're supposed to be humble. Then also said that we're supposed to receive a child. And when we receive a child, amen, that's been born again, Jesus will receive us. And it will be as we receive the Lord when we receive that individual. Then also talk about in Matthew 18, 6, from all from Matthew 18, all the way down, it talks about, believe it or not, it talks about the role of a pastor. Everybody want to say the prodigal son, amen, put it on members, amen, newcomers, amen, or those that, that's not a pastor, but it's talking about a pastor. Then it talked about whosoever offend one of these little ones that believes in the Lord it is better for a millstone. It were better. Jesus said it were better if you cause that the word offense means cause someone to stumble, cause someone to sin. The, the little ones that just came to Christ, instead of teaching them the word of God, teaching them how to sin. Amen. Talk about sowing your oaks and the plenty fish in the sea. But Jesus said it were better for him that a millstone were tied around his neck and cast and thrown into the depths, not just any part of the sea, but into the depths of the sea, amen, amen, who offend one of these little ones, who cause them to sin, cause them to go astray out of the way what God had ordained for us to go. Praise the name of the Lord. Then it also talks about offend and the offenses. Honey, and it's still talking about being a son, those in, 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 in the house of God, teaching corrupt things. It's talking about if your eye offend thee. Talking about the other individual, the, the, the leader, the, the seer, and the one that supposed to have the vision. If your eye offend thee, to pluck it out. And in other words, the, the understanding of that parable, it is better to be saved doing the will of God if you have to go all by yourself. Because you don't want that eye to lead you into sin. You don't want that eye to lead you, hallelujah, into danger. You don't want that eye to lead you, hallelujah, into corruption and being disobedient unto the Lord. Then I also say about the hand. And a lot of times, the, the hand plays a most important part, one of the most important parts inside the church. A lot of times, we can't do anything without the hands operating the way it's supposed to be. Yet instead all the body works together. But if the hand decides that it's not going to heal or it's not going to reach out to souls, but if the hand decides to do corrupt things that's in the body of Christ, it is better that it would be cut off and go and do the will of God if you have to do without one hand. But it's one thing about 
God, he does a courageous miracle and he will put another hand right where that one is misplaced or cut off. Amen. That's one thing about God. He does not go lack. All we got to do is wait on the Lord. Young ministers or ministers growing up are, are those that are preaching the gospel all by themselves that won't accept help side by side. A two, Jesus sent them out by two. There are some ministers, they won't stand with no one else. They won't have a, a assistant pastor or they won't have a labor man going by side by side and preaching the gospel. But a lot of times when trials and hardship happen, they will be upset and begin to blame people instead of the enemy. So that is very important to have two to preach the gospel to team up and go forth in the name of the Lord. So we found out that this young man, he's surrounded by facts. And we are living in a day and time. People are calling facts truth. And they call in the gifts of the Spirit natural things. Hallelujah. When the Holy Ghost uses us in the, in the gift, they call it natural things. And there is a complete difference. What comes from God, what comes from heaven is totally different from what man classify as, as a gift that comes from God. So this young man surrounded by, by 10 facts. Fact number one, he was in a far country. He was too far away from the house of God. Fact number two, he wasted his substance. He wasted his substance. Fact number three, he lived a wild life, a riotous life, living. My God. Fact number four, he done spent all and didn't have nothing left. Fact number five, amen, it was a mighty famine in the land. Fact number six, he was in want. Fact number seven, he was in the field filling his belly with us. And number eight, no man gave unto him. Uh, somewhere on the lost count. But number ten, or whatever it might be, he was out of his mind and he came to himself. He was out of his mind and he came to himself. And he began to say, how many heirs, servants of my father have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. He began and started looking at the benefits of God. He saw where God was a, a provider. He saw where God was a, his father was a, a protector. He saw where it, in his father's presence, there was joy and, and there was peace peace and there was prosperity. He also said, hallelujah, I seen my father heal cancer. I seen my father heal, heal a paralyzed man. I seen my father open blind eyes and, and unstop deaf ear. I even saw him, my, my psychotic raised the dead. And I also know that my father is full of mercy. My God and his hands is not short. And it, the young man began to start remembering the, the things that his father have that he can remember. He came to himself. 
And a lot of time, people don't come to themselves when they get out there in the world because the devil comes, amen, not only to steal and to kill, but to destroy every individual, even if they are a saint of God or if they are unsaved. That's the devil's job is trying to cause this body, amen, to perish and go to hell without God. In that 18th verse, he said, I will arise and go to my father and was saying to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. Make me as one of your hired servants. In other words, he said, Father, not only I sin against you, but I sin against everything you stand for. I'm not no more worthy. I don't even have the right to, to be even to be called your son. I don't even have the right to be called your son. I have failed you. I have failed heaven. I ask for your forgiveness, but please, I have the desire and I want to work in your kingdom, but I don't want to be in the state that I am in anymore. And a lot of times when people come back to God, they still refuse to go back into the kingdom of God. They refuse to even labor for the Lord. I sold my They refuse, amen, to even encourage a soul, even to help in the kingdom of God. And he arose and came to his father. And when he saw yet a great way off from the house of prayer, away from the distance where the saints could see him. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion. Amen. Love had to develop in his father's heart. His father ran and fell on his neck, he began to embrace him, began to show him how much he loved him in his bosom, in his presence. He began to give back into that individual, into his son, begin to restore and break that broken spirit and begin heal the heart of every pain that he experienced in the past. And the Bible said that God began to kiss him. He began to show affection. Hallelujah. Don't you want God to show affection unto you? Don't you want God to love you? Don't you want to wake up in the morning sometimes and wake up in the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit on you? And, that, and you recognize that portion of the Holy Spirit that's all over you? It's the love of God showing that He loves you. God wants to love you. God wants to come into your heart. God wants to, to open your eyes and, and let you see his kingdom. Wants you to receive his kingdom. 
And that's why he kissed us so much. That's why he loves us so much because we come to him. It don't make no difference what we did in the past. It don't make no difference. Yes, if with people that we hurt, amen, as long as we know in our soul, hallelujah, we can, God can make things right, God can make us to love people instead of hating people, God can make us give life to people instead of killing people, God can make us, hallelujah, make us a brother and a sister in the Lord and bring the love of God to to his flock, bring the love of God unto this world, amen, that's filled with sin and corruption, but we can still show forth that light and that love of God and begin to do the the manifestations of God of healing and and miracles and, and science and wonder to display and prove God that he's still alive today and yesterday and forever more. But this young man made up in his mind that he's going to work for his father. If he's going to try to, he's going to take the Lord's pole or the Lord's uh, employment. Hallelujah. If his father would accept him just to labor in the kingdom for God. He said, I am not worthy no more really to be called your son because I did everything against heaven. In the 21st verse in Luke 15, and the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no more worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servant, bring forth the best robe. You know, when we come to God, that robe, when we coming out of this world, that robe is torn. How is filthy rag. But God said, bring forth the best robe. You know, when God clothed an individual in his glory and washed away their sins, the Bible said that the sins go into the sea of forgiveness, into the deep sea of forgiveness, and God will not remember it no more. And if God remember it, he definitely will be upset for the people that the individual has hurt. But God seen this young man heart. God seen this this child, this servant of God heart, regardless if it was male or female, regardless if it was Jew or Gentile. God seen the heart and clothed that individual this son, hallelujah, with righteousness and royalty. This righteousness and royalty is, uh, is so precious before the Lord. It's showing him that he is no more a slave to the enemy. But he do have some kingship in the, the kingdom of God. And But the father said to his servant, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand. You know, when the devil looked at a child of God, that demon should see the glory of God upon 
that individual. And a lot of times when individual come unto the Lord, come back unto the Lord, they feel unworthy to hold their post where they supposed to be. Here is where the Lord saying, I'm not holding you back. Uh, I'm not depromoting you into a lower position in my kingdom. I'm establish you in the same position. Why did God establish him in the same position when he ha had left? Number one, his heart has been converted and changed. Number two, he knows the tactics are seeing the tactics of the enemy. And number three, he have more of a compassion for God's people than he ever had. So God put a ring on his finger. And this ring is for him to bring things under subjection, subjection for he can rule over and put in its place. But in tradition of men today, they're going to say, well, we're going to let you sit here for a while and see that this thing really did take. Make sure that you repent it and your heart is right with God. One month went by, still nothing. Two months, still nothing. I want to do something for God. When can I do something for the Lord? And they tell you, just sit there and wait six months, one year. Two years, three years, still nothing. Now the one that's over you, I'm passing gone, and your heart is lost encouragement to do something for the Lord. But God wants you to be stirred up in Him. God wants you to be a soul winder in Him. When we begin to do the work of God as a fresh in God, we ought to know that offenses will come. It is a guarantee. Uh, Luke 17, first verse, I believe. Offenses will come. It is a guarantee. The world will bring trouble no matter what. It will bring trouble when you're trying to do something good. It will bring trouble when you're doing something bad. So our eyes and our heart and our trust and our faith should be only on the Lord. And the Bible said, put a ring in his is on his hand and shoes on his feet. It's time to preach the gospel. And bring hither the feathers calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. And he was lost and it is found. And they began to be merry. They begin to celebrate. Father Lord, I come humble before you, Lord God. Father Lord, I ask that you help me. Father, help me, Lord. Forgive me. I have sinned, Lord God. Father, I have sinned, Lord God. I have done evil. I have done wickedness, Lord God. Forgive me, Lord. I need to be saved, Lord God. 
If anybody that's unworthy, Lord, it is me, Lord God. If anybody is unfit, Lord God, in this day, in this hour, it is me, Lord. I need to be clean, Lord. I need to be washed, Lord. I need to be born again, Lord God. Father, I see the, the corruptness of my ways, Lord. I see the, the iniquity that I have done, Lord. I see the, the trespasses, Lord, that I did against you, Lord God. Father, mind is I need you, Lord God, to come into my life, Lord God, and wash me, God, and make me clean again, Lord. Lord, open my eyes, Lord God. I need you, Lord. Wash me through and through, Lord. My soul needs you, Lord God. I'm lost, Lord God. I'm lonely, Lord God. Father, help me, God. Manifest yourself to me, Lord. I want to be clean, God. I want to be new, Lord God. I want to be born again, God. I want to be washed by the water of your word, Lord God. I need deliverance, Lord God. For more than that, I need you, Lord God. I call on your name, Jesus. I call on your name, Jesus. Lord, deliver me, Lord God. Save me right now, Lord. Deliver me, Lord. Heal me, God. Set me free right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. I declare, Lord God, I belong to you, Lord. I don't want no more part of this world, God. I belong to you, Lord Jesus. I don't want no more part of this world, God. Lord Jesus, Lord, teach me how to live for you, Lord. Teach me to have joy and peace in my life, Lord God. Lord, I want you to be the apple of my eye. I want you to be my most viable treasure, Lord God. Father, change me, Lord God. My heart aches, Lord God. I need you, Lord God. Lord, breathe in me, Lord God. Let your spirit rest upon me, Lord God. Let it be within me, Lord. I want to receive your spirit, Lord God. I want to be born again, God. Wash me, Lord God. Fill me with the Holy Ghost and fire, God. Even in my eyes, in my ears, Lord God. Lord, it belongs to you, Lord. My neck, my stomach, my hands, my arms, God. It belongs to you, Lord God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I give you this body, Lord. I give you this mind, Lord God. I will serve you, Lord. I will worship you, Lord God, in spirit and in truth, Lord God. Feel me, God, from my head to my toes, Lord God. Make me a new creature, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Father, Lord, I'm a I accept you, Lord God. I receive you, Lord God. I receive you, Jesus, Lord. I receive you, Lord God. And I want to thank you, Lord God, for hearing my prayer, for hearing my cry, Lord. I want to thank you, Lord God. I'll... 
just love you, Lord. I want you to love me, Lord. And I want to love you. I want to love my my fellow men, my, my brothers and my sisters, Lord God. I want to love them, Lord, with the heart and the love and the compassion of God, Lord God. Use me for your kingdom, Lord God. And I do what you ask me to do, Lord God. There might be some things that I don't understand, Lord God, but I ask that you help me, Lord God. Father, Lord, I'm also Don't let me be disencouraged, God, but let my strength, Lord, and my might be in you, Lord God. As I go forth in you, Lord God, I decide to work in your kingdom, Lord God. I decide to be a child of God, Lord, and I thank you, Lord God, and I bless your name, Lord God. Lord, I ask that you bless your name in me, Lord, as you seal your spirit, Lord, on my forehead, within my soul, Lord. That says complete, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Now, don't forget, if you have any questions, just read uh, the prescription under the episode. Amen. You can email me at JesusAnswerYou2 at gmail.com. Now, here's the Holy Ghost song that the Holy Ghost gave to me that I wrote down. Here it is. Jesus walk. On the water to show every man all things is possible if you understand. And if you need a miracle, you can take the master hand. You can walk on the water holding Jesus' hand. Jesus walk. On the water to show every man all things is possible if you understand. And if you need a miracle, you can take the master hand. You can walk on the water holding Jesus' hand. He the same today as he was yesterday. And tomorrow will always be his. He can't control the storm. He can't calm the sea. Come on and walk on the water of your misery. Jesus walk on the water to show every man all things is possible if you understand. And if you need a miracle, you can take the master hand. You can walk on the water. Holding Jesus' hand. And God is good today. Thank you.